Got back from the grocery store and uh, did my grocery pickup. I had asked for uh, four five-ounce salmon fillets, and uh, instead they gave me one 55-ounce salmon fillet. So figured maybe you guys would want some salmon. So I went ahead and uh, packaged that up and, and sent it off to you guys. Uh, been a little behind on some of the premium episodes, so I hope. You're still checking the PO box regularly. Uh, keep keep a lookout for that sound. Uh, enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to YKS. Um, we're so glad you're back with us. You know, uh, this quarter teen has just been absolutely crazy. I guess it's over now. Um, so I guess you're probably. If I had to guess what our listeners are doing right now, I'm thinking you guys are on your jet ski. Um, you're eating a big, uh, you're eating one of those big sandwiches that they have in the cartoons that, that we never really, you're eating a Dagwood sandwich on a jet ski and then you're jumping the jet ski and, and where, where do you end up there? You're in church and everyone's singing a great tune about how good everything is. Um, so we're so glad that you're still making time to listen to the show, even though you've got your, your jet ski sandwich in church. Um, JF here across from me on the computer, the one, the only What the fuck? What is that? Hey, what's up? What the hell is that? What's going on? Got a little theme song. You just got your own shit now? Yeah. You got your own entrance music. Like the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels. Kind of wanted to step it up a little bit, you know? Kind of... Are you... Is that... Okay, now... Now, is that just for this show? Is this for other stuff you're doing around that when you walk into the can? That will be for... Not only will it be for that, but it will be for every episode going forward. Every time I'm on the stream. Every time I come to your house. Okay. <laughs> That's and we good. we have to listen to the whole thing. We gotta listen to the whole it's thing. It's fairly long. It's a little bit long. There's about eight seconds there of just, just tuning down a little <laughs> bit. There's a fade out that sounds great. You know, orally it sounds really good, but I think it is You're maybe... gonna get sick of it. I'll be sick of it very soon, yeah. If not already. Well, that's cool, man. I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm glad some something's working out for you over there. You got your own theme song now. Yeah. What Plus else I'm has been going? Of, I'm doing a lot of baking. Is that 
Is that true? So basically, that's my life. Just the theme song and then the baking stuff. All these people are baking bread. It's like, uh, you know you can buy bread in the store, right? I have a little confeshy, JF. A okay. confesh. Okay. Confesh sesh. All right. I bought, I impulse bought a bread maker. And now I got to learn all the... How to do bread now. Oh, God. Because my impulse $100 purchase that I fucking... Which doesn't even seem like it's that expensive for a bread machine. Doesn't it seem like that could even be... I feel like people are out there with $1,000 bread machines. Regularly $179. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got got a deal on it. He had a coupon. But I was like, you know, maybe I can make bread for cheaper than, you know... Going out and buying it would have no. to be just extremely. <laughs> I, I mean, you wouldn't have to. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, maybe I can make it for fun, which is what I've been doing. I've been making various muffins and things. But I was like, well, maybe I can give it away. And then I was like, well, and then I would have to talk to, to people and interact with them. And I don't want to do that. That's a problem. What am I going to do? Put a sign out front that says, like, free bread? Nobody's going to take. You've seen those little Some neighborhood library things where, where people can come up and they can get a book out and go read it or whatever. Yeah. You could do yeah. that with, with bread. Neighborhood bakery. You have a little birdhouse that you set out in the yard with a plexiglass door on it. You say, free, take one. And it's out there for five days. And then one kid comes by and pulls all of it out and dumps it on the ground and pisses on it and walks away. Which is what I think happens with the books. Well, I thought, I was like, yeah, that's a very good idea. And I was like, kind of like food banks. Why don't we have neighborhood food banks, people relying on each other and helping each other out. Yeah. Full-blown communism, JF. Oh, my God. You went there. Yeah. Yeah. So you've obviously boxed it up and sent it back because you've seen a glimpse of the future. Yeah. And I don't like what I see. People taking care of everyone, looking out for one another. It's disgusting. It is gross. It is gross. Well, so can you tell me how a bread maker works, actually? Because you, this is my understanding of bread. I don't know if this is accurate. Feel free to drag me if I'm wrong about bread. I think you mix all the ingredients. This is how dumb I am. This is what I think. You mix all the ingredients together. Then you put a tea towel over it, and then the bread rises. The yeast does something. I think it chews on the sugar, and then it gets big, and it creates air pockets, which is like, that's well, good. The, wait, That's wait, the holes wait. in the blow. Dumb it, dumb it down for. We're not all, you know. We didn't okay. all go to college. The part where I was describing burping—that was too much. This <laughs> one does it for you. You pour pour the shit in it, and it yeah. stirs it all up. It's with the little arm, you know. It stirs it for you. Yeah. And then, so, it, like, holy shit! You're just putting the ingredients in there. It stirs and then holds and then bakes, or yeah. it doesn't it doesn't bake? Like, you put that what, in the and oven. Then what is it like? Two hours, four hours later, you got a loaf of bread. So it bakes it also? Yeah. It does everything for you? It's going on an hour of talking about this. Hang on a second. What all does it do for you? Everything? (laughs) (laughs) I'm addicted to these gadgets. I like a gadget, and if I think I I have a use for it, which I don't even... I'm not a fucking big bread guy. I'm I'm not not even eating bread, yeah. I've got to get a, a slice of bread. Right. Well, okay, but hang on a second. Hang on. Let me throw this one at you. Getting out, opening up my big bag of tricks. Can it do different types of bread? JF, it can do multiple types of bread. The Cuisinart CBK 110 can do any kind of bread, basically, that you can throw at the motherfucker. It can do raisin bread. Ow! 
Great, great bread. But I thought type. I thought I thought bread isn't one of the main things of bread when you put it in the oven, then it gets that like crust on the outside. It's like hard. I'm thinking like I'm not just thinking like sandwich bread or sweet bread or anything like that. I'm thinking like like a loaf of like crackly like an Italian like a baguette, you know, like a big a loaf that's got some crunch. Can it do that kind of shit? Do you have to like put egg wash on the outside or something? I don't know. I don't know, JF, but I'm excited to find out. Uh, my uh, exciting history or my exciting future as a bread guy. Why looking, not? Looking forward to it. Michael's Bread know. Kitchen doing a little video, like a web series, slickly produced, just like Bon Appetit Kitchen. Mike's in there here's, making bread. Here's the problem. I don't uh, I don't know anyone, so I have to eat all the stuff myself. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. So now I got all these muffins. And I'm like, man, maybe I'll have a muffin, you know? Maybe I'll have one muffin today. <laughs> <laughs> 28 like, well, I didn't to even go. really even want it. It's just like sitting here and yeah. I just got to give it away, but I don't know anyone. Well, what you can do, I will say, and people will probably be, people are screaming right now at their Zunes. Remember those? Yeah. Uh, they're saying, Mike, just put them in a, a zip top bag and throw them in the old chill chest. Freeze those bad boys. And then you got a nice can muffin. You freeze them? You can freeze oh, anything. Freeze them. I didn't you know can you freeze, freeze bread. Them. I freeze bread. You do freeze bread. But, I thought muffins were different for some reason. I don't know. I didn't my, really think about it. We've got milk in the freezer. We've got, you know, we put everything in there. I've, I've been eating frozen grapes, which is to die for. I love a frozen grape. I mean, that right there is the nectar of the gods, okay? Right. That is right. an American treasure, eating frozen grapes, okay? Kiss your Rollos goodbye. You know, give me the frozen... I don't need your... What are you eating over there? Rollos? Yeah, I'm eating just a handful of Rollos with the wrappers on it. Those nasty ass. What is that? Caramel or something? I hate that shit. I can see right now you've got a you've got a big Christmas decorative <laughs> bowl of Rollos, uh, completely individually wrapped, and you're just sucking them down by the handful. Rollos? I actually don't know what it is. I, they taste okay to me. It's just not. It's like maybe the. Is that That's is that in the top fifty? It's Rollos. No, it's poop to me. I hate it. You don't like it. Don't like it. Do you like any kind of caramels? I don't think so. Well, that's too bad. You know why? And I'll tell you why. It's because had a bad experience. It's a true story. Well, yeah, yeah let's hear right. it. The guy who brought caramel to America to the Americas, yeah, uh, had a significant tax lien on my father's estate. And okay. at the time, or my gra- my grandfather's estate. Sure. And we've carried that burden, that grudge against the Rollos company for decades, probably. For generations now. At least over 10 years, probably. They, they hampered your generational wealth, and I want to say I'm really sorry to hear that. That sucks. When did, when did they make Rollos? Why did they come up with that they just said we want to come up with the nastiest candy we possibly can we that's have not to, the nastiest that's not come on that's some some government money into finding the one that's gonna make not, you toss your cookies immediately when you eat it now you're sounding kind of conspiratorial now mike i will say you are <laughs> you're you're casting a, a shadow i don't know if i like i the the nastiest what is the nastiest candy for real to you what's the number one nasty candy one you're not going to eat it really will make you absolutely go blah if you try to, if you try to even taste, um, smell it. Hang on, can you vamp for a second? I got some nasty candy. Hold, yeah, hold I on. can. My fucking, I can vamp all day. I don't give a fuck. 
I just open my mouth and this shit just falls the fuck out. When he walked away, the big tub of Rolos tipped over. Is it Rolos? How Rolos sounds better. Um, I ran out of stuff to say instantly. All right. God, I couldn't even hear you and I was bored. Yeah. Jeez, what's, what's your nasty candy? Um, This is some Mexican candy called Pica Goma's Tamarind. Mm. Artificially flavored tamarind. Okay. I thought it was disgusting. Someone gave me this. I threw it in their face and I said, if you ever bring me this again, yeah, that'll be the end of it. That's I mean, look at, read into that however you want. Yeah. But that'll be the last time. And I do notice that you do still have it in your house. Seems like if it was that gross, you would not. Is there maybe something going <laughs> was on there? It a gift from my mother. Right. <laughs> okay, you talk to your mom like that. <laughs> you don't, Do you not like tamarind at all, or is this just this is a bad like execution? Of, not really? That was gross. Tamarind. Tamarindo. And, and, and that uh, durian candy that... that well, that's that different. You had. Jesus Christ. That That's not meant good. to be... That's that's purposefully gross. That's that's a prank. I mean, that really is like those booger jelly beans. That's that's meant to be like, yeah. if you eat this, fuck you. That's what that's supposed to be. That candy is for people... That's uh, That candy is for like socially awkward guys who are in like a, a group environment. And they're like, you want to see something uh, gross? And then all the girls are like, no. And then they have, but they already brought the candy, so they have to do it. Yeah. Um, to me, the nastiest candy that's supposed to be good. I think those little, uh, the little black and orange Halloween nondescript chewy. I think those maybe are caramels, but they're just like floor caramels to me. That's just like shit that scraped off the floor. Are you, talk, are you talking about candy corn? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the. Maybe you didn't have these, but they're these little. They're individually wrapped like your Rolos. And it's like wax paper, and there's a black one and an orange one, and as far as I can tell, they're the same, but they're just, they oh, only yeah. come out of Halloween. You yeah. get like, I think you can pay $1 and get 10 million of them. <laughs> and they're just like shit they scraped off the factory floor to me. Yeah. Those are it so sucks. gross. Those are not good. And I also, and I, regular licorice is bad to me too. I don't like licorice, but yeah. I think that's just, maybe when I get older, you know, I think that's an old guy treat, but... um uh, your quarantine thing is bread making, uh, over here, got them reading from my notes here. Uh, my wife gave our kids, uh, haircuts. She got the scissors out. We took them to the home salon, which is standing in the bathtub. Yeah. And she gave him a cut. And I gotta say, it looks Not good. Bad. It looks pretty good, you know. I got my quarantine cut. Now, did you do this? Yeah, I did it. Now, yours looks good. Did you Did you have a razor looks already? Like shit. Come on, looks it looks like good. Shit. It no, looks I good. had to buy the clippers, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how, how much did you pay Steve Ballmer? How much did you pay Steve Ballmer? We were both there. We were both there. I mean, I'm hanging from the rim. My whole arm is in the fucking thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks um, good. Thank you. So that's what you've been up to, just uh, kicking around the old house, huh? Pretty good. Well, I, bought, I also bought a fucking air fryer. I forgot to mention that. I also bought an air fryer. Made some wings. Great. I'm just like making food stuff. It's like you have to stop you're cooking. making food stuff. You're cooking. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. I enjoy it. I enjoy cooking, but I have to. Cha- I have to do something else. I think it's not good for the old. Uh, 
for the old waistline to be cooking. Well, to be frying it every day. Frying and baking, yeah. I mean, there, there, you're right. Like, there is definitely a way to scratch the itch of, like, I want to prepare stuff for myself, but I don't want it to be just the most indulgent food I can possibly eat, you know? I don't know what that is. I guess it's, like, vegetables or something. I'm not sure. I, um... It did, I did have a strange thought today. I had a really weird thought today, which is, this is what, as a, as, as a head of the household where I'm like, I've got three picky eaters in my family that I got to prepare food for, and basically I've just, I've just given up on that. I'm just like, whatever, we'll just eat whatever is here. I'm gone feral. Yeah, and then, you know, and then my wife can cook something, and she cooks what she wants to eat. I'll just shut up and eat it. I don't care. I'll put hot sauce on it and just eat it. doesn't matter what it is. I'll just eat whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how I've been. But it really occurred to me today. I saw I was I was browsing around, shooting around the web, the World Wide Web. I saw a picture of some really good fucking food. It was a picture. I'll tell you exactly what it was. And you're gonna like this. It was a Nashville hot chicken bao bun. You know, like the little the little Chinese. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say dumpling, but it's like a you know it's similar to a bread. Yeah. It's like yeah. a little taco kind of. And it's just like this beautiful, crispy chicken thigh. Just looked red it looks, hot. Looks, I mean, the food looks nice, you know? And I thought to I myself, like I was like, you know what? I can actually just make that if I want to. Yeah. I can just make it. Is anyone else going to eat it? No. But that's not my problem. I can, I can make the stuff I want to eat, right? Isn't that, isn't that right? I can do that? Yeah. I think you can. I don't have to do the thing where I'm like, okay, I got to make sure I've got I've got rice for the little one, and I've got a fucking I've got a sandwich for the big one. I've got to go light on spicy because my wife doesn't want to spice. Maybe I'll just make something I want to eat. I really thought go. about. I really thought I could do that. So I can get a big rack of ribs and I'll just make ribs. Does anyone want ribs? No. Okay, more for dad. I feel like I've had an epiphany about this food stuff, you know? <laughs> I can just make what I want to eat. Yeah. I can make noodles. I can make, like, Thai noodles, you know? Not very good. It'll be bad. Maybe I won't do those. But I could do the other cooking, thing. Cooking is fun. Cooking is is relaxing. It's cool to chill out and make some stuff. Do you it's get cool. chilled? It's fun. Yeah. I feel like I get tense. It's a big mess, you know? Yeah. It's a mess. You can make a mess. There's, oh, yeah, that part sucks. There's flour on the kitchen counter. Yeah. You know, dogs are in there licking the floor. Get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to, you know, dogs in there. <laughs> Mind your own business. <laughs> um, But yeah, I've been doing that uh, thinking. I've been thinking. Um, But then we were talking about haircuts. My wife tells me something that uh, that really that really put me on my ass. She said, we've been watching The Witcher. This It's a program yeah. based on a video game, which, what do they think of next? Story follows Geralt of River, 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 Rivia, right? Yep, Rivia, yep. And he's, he's a badass sword guy, and he's like, I gotta go around here, you know, whacking people with this sword or else I'll die. Yeah. Have you seen the, the show? A witch has put a curse on me, and I have to whack people with my sword, or else I will pass away. Yeah. Ooh, so, oh, I feel so bad for you, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm a mutant. I was created uh, by forces of pure evil and imbued with this incredible power, and I live forever. And oh, by the way, I'm fucking hot as shit. You know? <laughs> Great, dude. Great. 
Yeah. Um, but she goes. He does uh, look good. He, he looks does. good as fuck. He looks great. She says, uh, "You know, I think, I think, you know what? I think, I, I really do think it would be. I think it'd be interesting. You should try to grow out your hair. I think it would look good if you had a man bun." No, come a on. man bun. She says to me. She lives on Pluto. Yeah, for sure. Outer space planet. That, that, well, I don't think it would look good on you. You know what would look good on you is a uh, big pair of breasts. <laughs> <laughs> that would look good. That'd be pretty. Okay, I could do that. That would probably, honestly. Getting you think t- you would look. Getting titties would you, be easier than getting a man bun for me at this point in my you think life. You, you think you would look good with a man bun or what? No, I think. I, I think you look fine as you are. I wouldn't change a thing. That's what I like. Thank you, Mike. So, that's what I like to hear. No, I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm, I'm not going to try. Yes, because I'm not fucking. I'm not going out anytime soon and sitting in a chair where everybody's barfing all over it with all their crap. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I can't believe that, man. They were. I mean, I got some update or something from the barber shop. They were like, "Hey, we're all open," you know. And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I shan't be going there." Yeah, that's fucking scary, man. So. I don't know. I'm going to try it, and if it doesn't work, I can always get in the fucking tub and take some scissors to it, you know? Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? You look like an idiot? Yeah. More of, like, more of an idiot? Yeah. Mike, people are bored in their houses right now, and here's what I've got to say to them, okay? Number one, open up your window, look outside. Maybe there are some planes flying by for whatever reason, okay? You might catch a plane. Get a nice lung full of that uh, chemtrail dust, you know? Could be good. I don't know. I leave that to the experts who are deciding to fly planes over houses, okay? But if you open the door, there's no plane out there. What do you do? Oh, crap. There's no freaking plane. I guess I'll just go inside and play with my balls, huh? Maybe that's a good idea. Yeah. Real caveman if you don't shit. Have, if you don't have balls, you can do something else if you want. Yahtzee's a fun game. Sorry, I've been playing it lately. I think it's fun. Okay? <laughs> Manscaped is back to sponsor the show this week, Mike. They want to make sure your balls are smooth while you or your partner are playing with them. Okay, Manscaped promotes clean hygiene when it comes to shaving your balls thanks to their lawnmower 3.0. Manscaped knows what they're doing, okay? They know their way around your nuts and your prick because they're the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. Mm-hmm. They eat, sleep, and breathe. Men's pubes. That's right, Mike. You know, I've hurt myself in my nuts area a lot of times, okay? Yeah. Sometimes it was an accident. Sometimes it was on purpose as a joke. But this is no joke, okay? Because Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0. This is different than when you used to sit around in a circle with your friends and toss like a basketball at each other's crotches. This is different than that. Okay. We're taking care of our nuts. We're not hitting them with objects in 2020. We're not chopping them off with some wood, some trimming shears. We're not. No. 
We're leaving that in 2019, okay? Driving a car full speed are nuts anymore. I don't. I, I may be wrong. I don't remember when I was sitting around in that circle and we were throwing, uh, like a a sock full of tennis balls at each other's nuts. I don't remember anything being waterproof and cordless in that situation. Yeah, I feel like probably we were mostly drinking like big cups of soda with no lid. If I had to guess what was going on at that time in my <laughs> life, okay. And this is the third generation trimmer too, okay. This has a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. Oh, my little skin is going to be so safe, is what you would say. If you yeah. if you were using this and you didn't, or you did know. I guess you'd have to know. Ceramic blades are extremely sharp, Mike. They can really fuck you up. But the Manscaped advanced skin-safe technology... Is keeping your nuts and the ceramic blade working together peacefully. And that's what's so cool. Hand in hand. That's right. Coalescing on the common goal of getting the hair off your balls. Getting the hair off your balls, which is actually very difficult, okay? Look, they got the best ingredients in their formulations, too. Was difficult. Was difficult. That's the thing of the palate. No, you're right. It is. You're right. Uh, The perfect package has all kind of good stuff in there for that ass. You've got the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Smells great, too. Not that I make a habit of smelling my own nuts, but when I'm down there, yeah, I stop a little bit and kind of take a walk on the wild side. You know? For a limited time, subscribers are going to get not one, but two free gifts with the Manscaped Perfect Package. Mike, it's the Shed Travel Bag, which is about 39 bucks probably, if you're on the open market. If you're on the free market, that's what you're going to pay for this thing. It's a nice bag, all right? Okay, but they're giving away. It's thirty nine. I know. I but know. They're giving it away for. I know. But they're I losing sh- money. I shouldn't even have brought it up because I know this is That's like such crazy. A, this is such a trip for you. What's the address of this place? One crazy uh, psychiatric hospital lane. We're not. We're not allowed to give away the address, Mike. You've also got the anti-chafing Manscaped boxer briefs. Pretty nice briefs, I gotta say. To get this deal, twenty percent off plus free shipping. You gotta use the code YKS at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor, use the right tools for the job. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code YKS where you get 20% off and free shipping. The code is YKS. Enjoy. Welcome to the motherfucking six pack, Mike. I see now we didn't even do the update on the old Kickstarter. Oh, I yeah, mean, we forgot. God damn it! Is it even worth doing? Probably not. I wouldn't even talk about it. You just want to like shit. Just want to kick it to the curb. Yeah, presidents versus Trump relaunch a fun-filled thirty-minute card game. We talked about it. On episode 144, if you remember that. Yeah. Um, it had $457. It ended with $804. So you said not to do it, but you did go ahead and do it. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, anyways, well, I mean, you already said half of it. Might as well say the other half. They they, re, they relaunched it because they didn't get their goal, so they just pared down the art to just the villains and presidents, and the rest of the art is going to be crappier uh, than that. But the main point of view of the game, which is that uh, Obama was extremely good, e.g., and Trump is worse than all of the other presidents. He's like the main boss of the game because of how bad he is. And it takes like mm-hmm. three other, it takes like three good guys to take down Trump because of how bad he is. And of course, how different he is from other Republican presidents throughout history, etc. You know, it's just a, a, an infantile viewpoint that um, is nevertheless very popular uh, in the mainstream right now, which is so good. And, you know, having to see that everywhere is nice and um, reinforces my, I think, sanity. Uh, and acuity as a person. So, I wish there was a Pee Wee Herman word of the day freak out button that I could push when you said nevertheless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your little 3D room that you did was really nice. I liked seeing it. <laughs> My Jesse room. I don't, know if you, uh, I don't was... know if you posted that, but that was really nice to see. I'll post it on the Patreon. You need to you need to post up the little room you made where you go to you go into your your mind chambers and you've got this little room set. What is the what is it in actually? I'd like to know what the room is in. Is it a separate a separate program? I don't know where that came from. There's a program called Emu VR. Mm-hmm. It's for the Valve Index. Dan, bleep and, uh, that. We're not getting paid for it, so bleep it. <laughs> you can customize this little room that you go in. It's really stupid. You can customize. And you can play little video games and stuff. It's very cool. But I put your picture up on the wall, a bunch of posters of you, and I thought that was really funny. I'm gonna customize the bed sheet next and put your face on it and stuff. <laughs> I, this is what I this is what I do instead of doing literally anything else. This the stuff that I do. I think I you do need me to get in there sometimes and give you stuff to do. It's, it's it seems like if I'm understanding you correctly, I think we would both benefit yeah. if I hopped in there and kind of gave you like a work order every now and then of like stuff yeah, to knock for sure. out. <laughs> because for sure. I'm truly thinking that you're over there doing something. And I don't know why. I don't know why I'm assuming you're over there doing something. But you really are. You're just like putting putting a VHS tape in the VCR and then like ejecting it and putting it back in. It's like you're not, there's nothing going on over there. Yeah. Just sitting on a couch in VR, sitting <laughs> on my couch in real life. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> You've got the ha- you've got the headset on. You're doing like, like VR hamster wheel experience where you just like hop in there and you pretend to be a little guy in your little crate. You know, I'm in there pretending to shave my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And speaking of shaving your nuts, JF. Yeah. Well, we already did it. So why don't we do the first one, Mike, of the six pack? I'd like to do it if that's okay. And I'd like to do something called speaking the language of liberty. And you don't see this anymore, liberty. You know? Some, sometimes I feel like I go to the grocery store and they're all out of liberty, fresh out of liberty. Yeah. Do you, you have know? any... Uh, no, we don't. Well, can, can you, you check in the... <laughs> sometimes there's some in the... Yeah. And I think they just go back there and wait. Like looking at their phone and stuff while I'm... Yeah, I'm waiting. I think they go Need back some... and they they set a timer on their phone for 45 seconds and then they come back out. That's what I really think happens. Need some damn liberty for this party. Hurry up. <laughs> Speaking the language of liberty, guys, 
Um, the entire human race has an insatiable appetite for liberty that spans time. But why has liberty been so difficult to define, obtain, and enjoy? It reminds me of a certain element called unobtainium from the Avatar universe. It shares a lot of the similar qualities in that it is difficult to obtain. Um, yeah. That's just that's me. That's not what they said. I don't think they put that together. It seems that liberty is an elusive pipe dream, or is it? Now, this is written by Bill Norton, who's a visiting scholar at Bellevue University, and Mark Herr, who is the president of the Center for Self-Governance, which sounds like a great organization, probably nothing weird there at all. Um, Speaking the language of liberty and thus growing liberty in a civil manner is more prudent than ever before. In this day and age, people have a difficult time communicating their ideas to others civilly, but it is possible, okay? Now, that sounds too good to be true, I know, but... According to this Kickstarter, these guys have discovered how to grow and harvest liberty with the types of words we speak to each other. This is an acquirable skill set whose results are measurable. This is what you're going to learn, okay, because this is a book, a 380-page book. You're going to learn what liberty is and what liberty is not. I assume that's maybe one page. Um, The power of words, I'm going to give them 10 pages on that. How to grow liberty, (laughs) another 10 and how to speak the language of liberty sounds like a dictionary, maybe 20 pages. Okay, so what's that? 20, 10, 10, 41, 41 pages. There's still 339 additional pages of God knows what in this book. Okay, but this is a specific language that you can learn how to speak, basically. And this will make people respect you, which is very, very cool. You've heard of the sovereign citizen movement, Mike. I think you've gotten involved with it Yeah. over the years. I'm a, I'm a... I'm a uh, brown belt in that <laughs> citizenship. I was reading about the Citizens for Self-Governance. It's a conservative American nonprofit political organization. Huh. The group's efforts are focused on imposing fiscal restraint on Washington, D.C., reducing the federal government's authority over states and imposing term limits on federal officials. So it's a uh, a libertarian think tank, pretty much. Um. Sorry if I used the word libertarian wrong. I don't know what it means. I just said stuff. Um, I'm going to play the video. You can get uh, a, get the, get a feel for these guys. I, I wish you were this compassionate about the Clinton you. Foundation. I you had you your turn. You hey, Kickstarter. Are you frustrated with our polarized society? Are you tired of so many others speaking the language of captivity? How effective is your language in communicating your ideas to others? Do others think that you are trying to make them captive to your opinions? Are you surprised by their reactions? After all, you love freedom and just want others to have freedom too, right? Have you ever considered that your language might be polarizing? Could you be speaking the language of captivity and not even know it? This may be hard to accept because you love freedom so much. Well, you're not alone. Most of us want freedom so badly that we demand others accept our opinion of freedom at all costs. It's our human nature that leads us to speak the language of captivity even when we think we are fighting for freedom. If this is your experience, then our book, Speaking the Language of Liberty, is for you. It will help you recognize whether you're speaking captivity or liberty. You will learn to prevent polarization, and you will bring civil conversation back to the family dinner table. Even better than that, speaking the language of liberty will help you and others collaborate, innovate, and create liberty together. All right. 
Look, I let that guy talk for a while. He did not so say just, a single thing. So it's just a uh, public speaking thing for like libertarians. I th- I think that's what it is, but of course the the whole thing is like behind this speaking the language of captivity. Now, yeah. Is that is that when you are so it's basically just coaching them on how to talk to people uh better. I th- I think that's what it is, but there the the motive behind it, of course, is like this this libertarian. It's it's this weird, it's this ideology that they're trying to promote, and I don't know how they do that over all, nearly four hundred pages. They're all fucking each other. It's a big cult. Libertarians. I don't know. I think if anything, this one wide open. I th- I think I think maybe libertarians are fucking people the least of all, if I had to guess. But sovereign citizens. This is what it reminds me of because sovereign citizens, like there's a lot of things that they believe, right? Um, and I think you can do a pretty pretty quick YouTube search on their interactions with like, for instance, being pulled over and, uh, you know, or representing themselves in court or anything like that. And you can see some of the stuff that they think is going to work. But like one one belief that sort of unites them or like underpins their whole system is that there's like some combination of words or like actions that they can perform that will yield a result, which yeah. is them doing whatever they want with no consequence, for instance, or them like uh, gaining access to some secret funds that were deposited in their name, not their corporate name by like Abraham Lincoln in the Washington <laughs> Monument or whatever the fuck. Like that's basically what they, the idea is like, it's sort of like uh it's it's like it's Harry Potter shit. It's like if I fucking say the right thing or if I sign this document in the correct way, I will be, you know, I I will break my chains and uh and I'll exist in this other this other world beyond everyone else. And uh it seems like what these guys think too. It seems like if you can argue a certain way, no one will be mad at you anymore. If you can say your dumb libertarian shit with exactly the right vocabulary, uh people will go, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." which is just a classic belief system to have, you know, but that's pretty good. 20 bucks gets you a signed copy. You're going to have to pay for shipping guys. Um, you don't get freedom from shipping prices with the language of Liberty. There's nothing you can say in your order form that will allow you to not have to pay the shipping rates on here. As far as I can tell, um, but there's so much good stuff on this page. You got to seek it out for yourself. Read about these guys. Mark Hare is a retired U.S. Air Force and holds a master's degree in business administration. Okay, that right there tells you that this guy's got some. He's got more going on. He's traveling nonstop, speaking to groups, screening and producing Marble Cake Media films. You know that's that probably is that's something. You know. Um. And one of these guys is in higher education. That's good to hear, too. I look forward yeah, to that. Yeah, got to be high. Some of the stuff he's talking about. Oh, really? Yeah. Really, dude? Some of, some of really, dude? Mess. You want a drug shame right now? Really, dude? <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, let's see what I got here. Hey, shut up. I'm not done yet. Can you back the fuck off? Oh, you're not done. Producing my fucking yeah. Glock. $151 pledge of $20,000, eight backers, 27 days to go. Come on, guys. Let's collaborate. Let's innovate. Let's create liberty together, okay? 
We just need 20 grand and then we will start creating the Liberty. We will turn the Liberty machine on for $20,000. <laughs> all right. That's all. That's all I had to say on that. Okay. So now you can talk. This one I got here is called the, let's see. It's called the, the pussy in her face. No, I didn't name the damn thing. No, okay. but you did, but you did say it. So you are actually, you're guilty as well. Fun fact, Evan just sent this one in 18 minutes ago. We already had it on the page, Evan, so bleep that out. Dan, please bleep out his name. He gets no credit. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Evan. There's another bleep. The pussy in her face. It's an English version of this uh, German guy's book, right? Yes. Seven years ago, my book, The Pussy in Her Face, was published in German language, but now I want to make it available to a wider audience in English language. It's, uh, so basically he's saying, like, you can, you can examine a woman's face, and that's what, certain parts of her face, and that's what her pussy looks like and stuff. Right. Just a, just a filthy man writing this book. Well, there's some there's some drawings and there's some illustrations. There's some uh, there's some imagery in here that I find very uh, very compelling. Um, you you open up to this particular page. This looks like page twelve that I'm looking at here, Mike. Are you able to see page twelve on your end? I see page twelve. Yeah. So it's got the pictures of the or drawings, illustrations of eyeballs, along with illustrations of lips. They're turned vertically. Right. And he's drawing comparisons, literally drawing comparisons, J.I. Yeah, he's actually drawing them, women's, yeah. A, a, women's, a women's vulva, which I find offensive, or not offensive, depending on who gets mad at me about it. You're correct. That's absolutely right. So the, the theory on this page seems to be that if you superimpose a woman's eye over her lips, that will then give you an indication of, or wait, no, it's the lips over the eyes, I'm sorry. So you take yeah. the, you take the lips which have lipstick on, which I guess is maybe that's part of it. It has to have lipstick on, and then you put that over the eyeball, right? And that's you know, mm-hmm. I mean that's the whole business right there, pretty much. But there's also some other stuff too, because on the page above that, what is it? I mean, you're you're an artist, Mike. What what, what is this trying to show? With respect to you know, there's some anatomical stuff going on here. What what, what is this other page I mean, showing? It gives you the, the formula of the pussy here, it says. <laughs> I mean, what, is yeah. it, what, what does this indicate? Um, so this is giving you measurements of the, the pussy and stuff. And it's saying, like, these, in comparison to the measurements of the, uh, a woman's eyes and lips um, and how full they are, that's how full, like, I mean, just this guy just wanted to look at a bunch of pussies in a book and stuff. That's all it is. So you're saying there's no validity to this whatsoever. <laughs> That's what you're saying? I would say I haven't seen any any of the science reports on it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'm a big science guy. I love uh, all that stuff. Give me a beaker any day. Don't give me a, a shot glass. Give me a, Give me a beaker out of my love for science. I'm a real pain in the ass when I go out to the bar. Just a fucking... That's actually fun, though. You get, like, a drink, and it's mixed with, like, hypnotic, and it looks like blue. Yeah. Blue Curacao or something. You throw it in the beaker, and there's... And what? There's, like, a... There's a stirrer. You still can use a stirrer. Dry, dry ice. Dry ice. Yeah. You can call it, like, the... You can call it, like, 
the science experiment. I mean, you can, you can whatever you can go the the potion. You can call it the potion. Maybe the name of the bar is the potion. Twenty twenty, the year JF gets back on the wagon or off the wagon, whichever one it is. I actually don't know what my relationship is to the wagon, but I think I we do need to start a bar with our knowledge of bar rescue tips. I th- I think it can be done. Yeah, absolutely zero rats. No rats that is this our, time. That is our number one policy. No rats. You're not supposed number to have two, rats. Yeah. The bar has to be cleaned at the minimum of when they say it has to be cleaned by law. Correct. Or else or else somebody's getting written up. Okay, so you're gonna you're actually gonna be kind of a hard ass. I kinda wanna rule with, with an iron fist, kind of. That's part of the reason you get into the bar game. Yeah. I saw uh, I saw a post, I think a lot of people saw this post where it was like, Wisconsin, I mean, they did all kinds of legal stuff, Mike. They said, oh, you know, don't go to the bars. And then some other guys were like, uh, actually, you can go to the bars. Um, I don't know if you saw that. It was a lot of back and forth legal stuff. Yeah. Sounds technical. They opened up the bars, Mike. And there were people taking their selfies. They probably had their selfie sticks out, taking the selfies there in the bars. That's so funny. That's just classic, like, dumb human stuff. To me, it feels like, to me, it feels like, like, if if back in history, you know, some guy got whacked in the head by, like, a brontosaurus tail or something. Yeah. His best friend is like, oh, man, that's crazy, and goes to check it out or something. (laughs) They're all standing around. You know you're going to get whacked. Right. Yeah. Cautionary oh, tale. Dinosaurs, dinosaurs love whacking people with their tails. Yep. They, uh, but I noticed in the bar, the bar was a dreadful looking scene. Um, I don't know if you saw that. Did you see this picture of the bar? It was like, it was lit up like a fucking Christmas tree in there. It looked terrible. TVs were at a weird angle. I didn't see it. I hated that one on 90 day, uh, before the 90 days that we watched yesterday. Oh, the bar they that were in? restaurant. That restaurant? The cafe, uh, yes. Huge country kitchen vibe. All the chairs sucked. Hated it. Decor by Hobby Lobby, basically, in the whole thing. Um, but the one thing that I noticed from this bar photo, aside from like seeing all the people and like visualizing their future where they're dead, because they went to the bar the first day you could possibly do that, and the only people who are doing that are the ones that have to be there to work. Um, and then the ones who are uh, too dumb to do anything else. And I noticed that there was a green light bathing the bar area. And that is a big, big John Taffer no-no. Nobody looks good in green light. Nobody. Green means go. Green means go. Spend more money. What do you mean? (laughs) Okay. You're thinking outside the box and I like that, but I'm telling you. Red, red, stop. Don't spend, don't spend money. Is that how is that how easy it is for you? It's Marketing one on one, baby. Couple of lights right now. Let's just see what happens. <laughs> a fucking rat in a cage over here. <laughs> the pussy in her face. Every part of a pussy can be found in a woman's face. Did you see the bio on this guy? Yeah, I did. Very interesting. Um, my real name is Oliver Reddle, but but the extension to Red Light comes on the one hand from my confession to sex tourism, and on the other hand as an opposition to the blue light. So he's saying. He's a sex tourist. But what was the... Yeah, and then that's... 
that's the thing that you don't have to necessarily say in your bio on your Kickstarter page. I don't think. I don't know if that's a mandatory disclosure that you have to say I'm a sex tourist when you're just saying I need to I need some money to write a book. Sounding real conservative lately, JF. Okay. Um, um I don't know what the blue light <clears throat> thing means though. Blue light special Kmart. Cops. Cops. Cops? Yeah, German Germans hate Kmart. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. We liked it over here for a while. Hey, that was a fun. It was a fun place to go. Okay, Kmart. You had all the Martha Stewart stuff. That was great. It's a great place. <laughs> you can get everything you want at Kmart. Get a shirt. All right, garden hose. I don't think I'll be buying this book. I don't. I don't need to see. I'll just be on. I'm gonna come out. I'm gonna come out and say it. If I see a woman's yeah. face, I don't necessarily need to see her. Her doodad. Okay. Turning my he- turning my head sideways at every lady I fucking see. What <laughs> the hell are you trying to make me do here? Yeah, what is the upside? Ah, now I know what that I know that whole situation down there now. That's good. Now I can uh, I don't I, What's the next uh, What's the next step? So are I'm I'm being serious here. I'm, I'm being serious when I ask you this question. Are you saying that we shouldn't celebrate the vulva. Is that what you were saying? That's what I was trying to say. Because it sounds like what you're trying to say. I'm trying to say that. Yes. <laughs> Glad you picked uh, up on it. That's the pussy interface. One hundred four dollars of twenty six thousand dollars. Five backers. Twenty seven days to go. Twenty seven days to go. Is that what it says? Yeah. I meant to write fifty six. It's got fifty six days to go. I don't know, man. It might make it if little if little Evan gets his way. Evan who wrote in to check this out <laughs> as we were doing it. Evan little Evan, it you're so calling much. him. Little Evan. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike, the next one I have for you is called the Breakfast Station Healthy Breakfast Made Easy. Oh. It's the first fully automatic machine that can create a wide variety of nutritious breakfasts in less than three minutes without any preparation. Oh, my God. Look at this big old piece of shit, Mike. Yep. This is, gang, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the future we deserve. Okay? This is Jetson's future right here. This is uh, breakfast bot mm, 3000 ready to communicate mm, interface with breakfast options. Mm, Why do you need to just make the breakfast? Shouldn't need to announce everything that you're doing. Breakfast bot now updating operating system to breakfast 2.0. God, forget it. I'll I'll just have some uh, paste on my... (laughs) my teleport to work god damn <laughs> this the is breakfast uh, station this is cool this is cool this is cool this is cool mike so what is it it's like a keurig for breakfast now come on gang you know well they pitch it as being able to do anything in less than three minutes okay muffin pancake oatmeal omelet bread now oh mike heard bread okay ears perked uh, up a little bit huh yeah. Feeling a little foolish for your bread maker purchase now, Mike, when you could have gotten the <laughs> breakfast station, you dumb piece of shit? You can make a healthy, fluffy pancake. I've seen those around, huh? The fluffy pancakes. Those look cute. Oh, the little, uh, like the Japanese-style Japanese. pancakes? Yeah. I can make that! Why don't I make that? Why don't you make it? 
Probably the carbs, huh? Well, I can fucking eat a pancake. (laughs) I can can handle my pancakes, dude. Um, Look at all this stuff you got here. It's a pre-filled cup. Oh, wow. I think what this, I really do think what this wants to conjure is, in all seriousness, I do think it wants to conjure a Jetsons type thing where you go up to the machine, you push a button, and it does, like it combines all of these ingredients that it has just like stored in whatever weird you know, like 1950s version of, of futurism, the machine with the little arms that come out and it does talk to you and it shakes the shit up or whatever. Almost like the um, the robot bartender that's on cruise ships, which there is like a, there's the commercial version, which is on these, you know, trillion dollar cruise ships that are now uh, just floating vats of disease out in the ocean where they've uh, trapped all of the crew members and won't let them leave. Um, but the bar is cool, and they can't go to the bar, but it is cool. Um, and the robot does all the stuff, and you can't see any of the ingredients because it's all, like, hidden in the ceiling and stuff, you know? Uh-huh. So it actually looks like something interesting is happening. Whereas the home version of it, the reality is, is, like, you you have to, like, dump these little bottles into this fucking thing, and you got to keep it all right there next to Because it's not going to be massive. It's not going to be big enough to hold multiple ingredients to make any kind of drink, you know? Yeah. But I think what... What it actually is, is uh, this is basically a hot water dispenser because what they want you to do is to buy these little pre-filled cups of muffin, pancake, oatmeal, omelet, bread, and put it in the machine and close the door and let it spray hot water uh, onto the thing. It says it's rehydrating, mixing, baking, um, but I think we... It's just like a, a Keurig thing, huh? It is a Keurig, except for it doesn't even, like, it doesn't, like, slide. It doesn't connect in any meaningful way to the machine. It just sits there. So it's really like a drip coffee machine. Um, And it has the drip coffee machine add-on next to it, so it gets even bigger. So it's an even more massive thing. The LCD screen on this thing is like a fucking iPad, and all it does is let you choose if you want. It lets you choose between four ounces of hot water and five ounces of hot water, basically, is what it does. Um, but it says it's going to tackle all these great problems. One in four childrens do not eat properly before going to school. That's why this is why Simply Starts want to offer its support with the breakfast station and provide significant help to the children and foundation of the Breakfast Club of Canada. Doesn't mean anything. That's meaningless. One in four children are not going to have this big dumbass fucking machine sitting on their counter. This that's not the the lack think, of machinery so the- is not the reason that kids don't eat breakfast before they go to school. The size of this fucking thing is outrageous, but yeah, here's where the here's where we turn. We take a turn here, JF. I think it's okay if you could. Okay, I think I would think it was okay if you could add your own stuff to it, but you have to buy the little prepackaged pod things. But that's, that's all booty to me. All I'm but here's what I'm saying. All it is is the pods. There's nothing else. The uh, only other thing it is is a hot water dispenser. Well, there's a mixer in the bottom of each cup, so it mixes up. Yeah, but did you see how that worked? No. Okay. How does it work? Scroll down and see how the mixing works. It's the fourth gif. It says water is added. The right amount of water is added to your cup. Mixing and cooking is done automatically. The ingenious bottom design of the cups and a rapid oscillating movement for a perfect mixing every time without mess. But what is it actually, Mike? I don't know. I can't see it yet. Okay, wait. Let me see. 
I'll tell the people at home. I what thought it was is. cool because I thought it was like a there's a little mixer thing in the bottom. But oh no, I see it now. Okay. What they mean is is the bottom of their little disposable paper cups has probably has a groove in it somewhere. Yeah. But then it sits on a tiny version of the tray that's in your microwave, and it just spins or, it back and forth slightly. Yeah. Or so, like a washing machine or something. That's what it is. It's it's an agitator that doesn't go anywhere near the thing. Yeah, it just it just slushes it back and forth basically. All right. Well, that sucks. Then I think it I think it sucks. So this is a. I mean, this contraption you can see it compared to like the rest of the stuff in the kitchen. It is absolutely huge. It looks like a display case at a bakery, and that does not include the coffee thing on the side. It's fucking massive. The cups themselves, because it has to accommodate a cup, which a cup of like a jumbo muffin is pretty big, you know? Yeah, you gotta store all that shit somewhere, huh? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much... Stuff like this, people love stuff like this, so I predict that this will get made without having looked at the... Yeah. Yeah. So it's 12,000 of 81,039 days to go, so I think it'll probably get backed. This really sucks. Oh, I do see... I see the... Now I've scrolled down. I see the bottom of it. Integrated mixing fins. So it's got plastic inside the cup. Yeah. That agitates. Um, There's also a silicone option. If you want to reuse it. Um, I mean, all this to make a fucking instant... A cup of instant oatmeal, dude. We have kettles. We have the... The kettle technology exists. And if you're going to try to sell me on this with powdered eggs, you got another fucking thing coming. I'm not interested in that. (laughs) <laughs> um this is this is very strange. It says it's in Canada, but it's it's using all these European conventions like it uses the comma instead of the decimal to describe sense. So I don't know I don't know where this is coming from. Um and I'm not seeing that it says how much these yeah, cups be, will cost at retail. French guys. There's two there's two types of Canadian oh, yeah. guys. There's the regular ones and then there's the French guys, so you got to remember that. Yeah, the French the, guys are like from another planet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this thing itself, this contraption itself says it's $145 right now, which is 50% off the retail price. So they want to sell this big hunk of shit for 300 bucks eventually, which they never will. Then they want breakfast cups. Okay. How much are these breakfast cups? It says here, 24 breakfast cups, 30% off retail price is going to cost you 25 us dollars. So a little more than a dollar Per cup. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm going to break the bank over a dollar for breakfast. But I think you can do better if your goal is to eat egg or oatmeal. Because you can you can get... It is possible to get one dozen eggs for one dollar or less, right? Are you saying it is possible? It is possible. I don't know. You don't know how much eggs cost? How much could an egg cost from that show? I think if you get the cheapest eggs, I think you can get a dozen eggs for less than a dollar. I do think you can get eggs for like 69 cents. I really do think that. I'm, I'm, I'm looking right now. This yeah. is live. This is live. I'm looking. I'm on dozeneggs.com. Okay. What's the latest? And I'm seeing on Instacart you can get a gold, gold hen grade A large eggs, 12 count. Yeah. 55 cents. Oh, my God. Okay. That is a great that is a great egg deal. So that's twelve. So what's fifty five divided by twelve? Do I we do know? not know. Do we know the answer on that? Looks like it's maybe about four cents an egg. Four so, and a half, yeah. So if you say I've got two eggs or three eggs in this omelet, we're talking about what we what are we talking about here? Ballpark ten to fifteen cents for an omelet. 
right? Yeah. That's a lot less than a buck. Okay? Okay. Just debunked your whole shit, dude. Live on the fucking pod. Sorry. I was prepared to say I was wrong if this was going to be cheaper. I mean, do I even, do I even dare to do the oatmeal one? I mean, we did the egg one, but the oatmeal one is going to be a disaster for them, I think. I mean, round one was pretty devastating. They're they're hurting. They're on the ropes, so it's up to you. I mean, I, I kind of want to finish them off with the oatmeal equation. <laughs> Should I look up oatmeal cost? I'm going to go in. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm going in. Here we go. We're going in. We're at we're at Costco. How much is this uh this box of old fashioned Quaker oats gonna cost you? Well now it's it's showing me right here five pounds of this this stuff. And this is the name brand, okay. Five pounds of this stuff at Costco is gonna be nine dollars and a half. Alright. That's a hundred and ten plus servings. Okay. Yeah. So now we go over here, we hit up the calculator app on Windows 10. Thank you, Bill Gates, for including this. So helpful. 9.49, okay. Now you divide that by the serving size. 110, let's just say you go for just the 110. Oh, no. Oh, this is devastating. <laughs> this is devastating. This is... This is Let's hear it. What like is it? one serving of oatmeal is only going to cost you eight and a half cents. Oh my God. They are TKO. They are not getting up. That's the name brand, Mike. Don't make me do the store brand on these fools. <laughs> All right. You can't be, you can't be eating your shit out of a cup if you want to eat for cheap. And I'm sure it's not healthy either. That's my, that's my guess on this. Plus you would have to have the countertop space you would have to have the countertop space of the bon appetit test kitchen i really believe this yeah it's too big it looks like a fucking garage when mike points out almost 13 grand of 81 grand 80 backers 39 days to go all it needs is a fucking get oprah on this and then it's uh it's gonna get made so get oprah on this get oprah on it come on mike call up call up oprah What's next? I got something called. Uh, let's see where it is. It's called this uh, Doctor Phil uh, guy. I I don't like him, so I I've taken to calling him Mister Phil out of disrespect. Yeah, I've knocked him down. Doesn't deserve. Hey, Mister Phil, I'll decide when you've earned back your title of doctor. Okay, and by the way, you just did. Welcome back, Doctor Phil. <laughs> Welcome back, Dr. Phil. Great job, Welcome buddy. Back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. I got this, the cheerable board game. Keep your cat happy when you're away. Mm-hmm. It's a cheerable board game. It's a board game for cats. An all-in-one interactive toy for cats. Cheerable ball plus cheerable scratcher maze or cheerable scratch, scratcher pool type. Maybe don't put that in the... Yeah. Maybe don't put that in the headline and fuck me up when I'm trying to intro the project. Maybe don't maybe don't maybe word it a little bit better so I can do my fucking job. Okay, tell them your campaign. Tell them. <laughs> What's the deal with this fucking thing, Mike? You hate cats, so you is, said? This is a little this is a little board game thing. You know how the yeah, they have the scratcher pads in the in the you know, oh, yeah. in the pet store, you know, and they have the scratcher pads. Oh yeah. Cat 
Cats love scratching shit. And uh, this thing is made out of a scratcher pad. And it looks like a, uh, it looks like a ga- one of those Game Boy gizmos that my nephew's always tooling around with. <laughs> I say, yep. get off your Game Boy, you know, and go. I'm trying to me, you know, whatever. Um, we're at the mall. Can you put the Game Boy away? And they won't do it. Yeah, it's crazy. Do it. But uh, it has like a little ball where the joystick would be. It's I mean, shaped like a thing. Okay, it's a little gimmick. But if there's a ball. Inside the Game Boy screen, it's a little cat. Oh no, Mike! I just oh I just ball. I just had a oh fuck! What's that shit called where you feel like something happened before? Deja vu. I just had deja vu, Mike. Have we done this before? Surely not. I don't believe so. There's I no way do we've done this before. In the archives. But I've fucking. Oh my god! Oh, that article is missing from the archives. That's strange. That's. That's so strange. It was just here. <laughs> this I got the weirdest deja vu when you were fucking talking about the joystick. Oh, man. And the, I feel like somebody emailed us and said, you idiot. That's not a joystick. Oh, my God. What am I doing? What are you talking about? I don't know. You're it's, having like a fucking out of, outer body experience. It's gone it? now, of course. But that's the way it works, right? It's just that. I, you know what I think it is? I think your brain is like a hard drive, okay? And I think... That your brain, I really believe. I really do believe it. I really, I actually believe this. Your brain is like a hard drive, and it writes over these segments of of your brain with new data. Okay, then you go back to access the data that's in a new place, and you remember. Wait a minute, this path seems familiar to my brain. You know, and that's why you, you know you got you go nuts, you go crazy, and they stick in the loony bin. That's what we've I think. Never, we've never done this. Okay, ever. that's good. That's good. The cheerful. Is a good product, probably, because it's made a lot of money, Mike. It's made $186,439 of $6,414, almost 2,500 backers, and 20 days to go yet. That is wild. We did an LED cat scratcher. Okay. Well, this has LEDs in it. But the, the main thing about this is their ball. There's a ball technology in this that is really... I don't know. It's it's it says the ball has automatic obstacle avoidance and it has LEDs on it. So now, I mean, normally your cat's gonna play with the ball. It's gonna go right into the chair, never to be seen again. <laughs> but yeah. this one will not do that somehow. And you also have to no, charge it's like, it. It's like it's like one of those things. You know, you ever go to you ever see those things where it's like a, a ferret tail or something on one of these balls? And it's rolling around. Yes, uh, it's like that thing. I think. Right? Yeah, this is like KB Toys for cats. And it's this little... And the cute thing about the box is that it's just shaped a certain way. I mean, so the cat doesn't know. Yeah. Cat's not going to appreciate that it looks like a fucking... uh, A Game Boy or something. This one looks like a billiards table, I guess. I really appreciate the ironic uh, (laughs) reference or the nod to the 80s portable handheld technology that went into work here that's really... The colors are somewhat generic, but still, the, sh- the form factor overall is very, quite good, they say while they're, like, shitting into it, because they think it's a litter box. <laughs> but it does still have that core... The, the main thing here is it's it's built with that corrugated cardboard, which the cats do like, but which will be destroyed and all over the floor very soon, right? Maybe you can swap it out, smart guy. Maybe you can swap it out, smart guy. Okay. Can you? I don't you? think you can. No. Okay. No. Um, so this is this is a cardboard box that is painted to satisfy your own self. 
and there's a ball in it. And they made a bunch of money off of this ball at some point. So I think yeah. that's why they're, they've thought something else to put this ball. Because they've already made the ball, right? Oh, okay. So that was their, the ball that was was, their first joint, and then they... Yeah. Okay. They, they hit... They they came out with this ball. So the first they did the wicked bone, which is a smart bone for dogs. I don't know what the fuck it does. I do not care what it does. <laughs> they made uh they made a hundred grand basically on it. Then they dumped out the wicked ball, which is what this cheerbull is. Same technology, bigger form factor for dogs. They made almost three hundred grand off this. It says AU. It's Australian dollars. I'm not looking up the conversion. You figure it out, okay? So then they're back at it again for cats and they just shrunk down this tech where the ball can jump around on its own with little LED lights and they're making another fucking mint. I mean, that is absolutely the dream right there. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. You put LEDs in the ball, the ball bounces, the animals could care less, but you got the money coming in from the dopey pet parents. I love it. We need to do a pet. Can we do a pet version of this show? I feel like we could make so much money. Who would that even be? Well, it's four it's four cats and dogs. Well, we do a cat one, we do a dog one. Yeah. Oh yeah, spread out the revenue. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one, we do it we the, do a dog the first one. Pod, the first podcast for dogs, even if there's already one. Who even cares? if there yeah, it doesn't matter. We'll do we'll we'll be doing it right. I, I would say like the first five minutes we're talking to the human, we're like, okay, now make sure now hang on now. This is for mm-hmm. you, but the next hour and a half is gonna be for your doggo. So go ahead and find your doggo, their favorite you, headphones. You actually, you actually might not actually be able to hear it because it's on a, the higher frequency that only dogs can hear. Exactly. Hour and a half of blank nothing. Yes. Yes. 60 bucks. Yes, dude. Or maybe we can even do like, I think like every few minutes we can do a tone that the dog can hear so they can like <laughs> turn their head in a way that makes them think that they're like, like laughing or something. Or just, <laughs> just like every half hour. You are a good dog. <laughs> we should we should actually get with uh, Kagi and do that. Why don't we do we do something? We do something. We go go for a ride in the car. They're gonna yeah. love it. They're gonna love it. All right, cheerable board game. I'm gonna play the video. You already know what it's gonna sound like. Cheerable board game, a new interactive toy and a perfect companion for your cat. This multifunctional board is a great place for your cat to play. Exercise, nap, and, of course, chase the cheerful ball. Pick the ideal one for your cats to release their energy and cheer them up. It is so lightweight and completely portable, so your cat can have limitless options to play and have fun in any corner of the house. Cheerful Ball makes Cheerful Board Games so unique. Rolling, hiding, and chasing by its smart gene, Cheerful Ball keeps your cat engaged all day long. Does that guy fucking talk like that? Like in normal life? Classic Fiverr guy voice. The Cheerful Ball. I need to hear this shit. The cheerful yeah. ball. I'm trying to jack off. You're throwing me off. <laughs> I don't need to hear your fucking voice. <laughs> Look, um, if my cat wants to be entertained, she's on her own. Yeah. You, look, I'll walk by and say hello, 
But other than that, we're going to have to... That, I bought that uh, fish Yeah, that was advertised on like all the sites a while back. What does it do? For for my cat, it's like it sits on the ground, you know, and then every once in a while the fish will move around. Okay. Cat just doesn't care about it at all. Yeah. Wasted. You've essentially some bucks on it. You brought a bug into your home, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, that's what you should Worthless. do. Actually, you should get a jar of grasshoppers and let one go every now and then. I mean, it, would, it certainly would have been cheaper. Let's. I'm yeah. going to check. I'm going to go on uh, dozengrasshoppers.com. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. It's time. Get a mic. How much is that going to run you? Get the old credit card out. Time to Let's swipe see. it. Jumbo can of grasshoppers. Yeah, I got to get the jumbo bulk. 14 bucks. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. You get 250 crickets for 20 bucks. I mean, wow. You're going to keep your cat entertained all year long. <laughs> Plus, maybe they'll have more crickets in there. I don't know how they reproduce. You get some more crickets. Keeps on going like planting a tree, Mike. That's nice. Yeah. Mike, my last one is called I Wind. Yeah. iPad, iPhone, I Paid. Now it's I Wind. Some modern. This one's so good. This is a modern personal filter, Mike. There are so many face filters on here. Face shields. We had one last week from what's his name, James PQ. Was that his name? The inventor yeah. guy. There was that one. There was also the one that was like the nose. I think someone sent that one in. I'm sorry if I forgot if you did, but. But basically, fuck themselves. You said. Yeah, basically, fuck you. I don't give a shit. This one has a unique form factor unlike anything else that, that I've seen. And the reason is is because it does not cover your whole face. And it does not go directly over your mouth and nose, which you would think would be the things you would need. No, 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 no. The eye wind is different. With eye wind, you don't have to worry about dust, smog, allergens, or choking on exhaust from traffic while cycling. The ergonomic design does not restrict your movement. Its high-tech filtration system removes 99% of air pollutants. iWind directs a flow of purified air towards your face whilst you're in motion. iWind is equipped with universal fasteners so you can mount it easily to any cycling helmet. The device can work up to 9 hours in filtration mode and up to 6.5 hours with filtration and warming breath mode. With iWind, you have a reliable, easy-to-use travel buddy for all your journeys. Feel safe and secure with the rear-facing bright LED light. We're launching iWind to unite people with a passion for our mission and faith in our potential. Together, we will give life to this new green technology. Join us. Now, they don't make the claim that this is going to protect you from airborne illnesses viruses, bacteria, whatever, that kind of shit. They don't say that. I just feel like putting a face filter out right now, I feel yeah. like I can see what's up. I feel like you're going to want to coast on that a little bit if you're in the active face filter, air filtering market, okay? That's just what I think. But the way this works, it's got this fan intake that you strap onto the back of your helmet, which seems to be the only way you can use this is on a bike, a bike helmet, I think. 
Um, and then around the uh, through the front side, it comes out. It has this. Uh, I'm, I'm going to struggle to describe this sort of design. What, what would you call this, Mike? Like a what's the what's the um, is it just like a an arm? Be, yeah, it's a like a. It's like an articulating uh, arm, right? A that comes out of the articulating side. arm, like a bendy arm. Yeah. And uh, with like an oval-shaped uh, thing for your mouth and nose. It, it looks like a gamer headset. Yeah. Yeah, it does not cover your mouth and nose. It's just a small little, like, orb that sits in front of your face and blows air into it. Now, you still have access to all of the air around the little nose thing that sits in front of your face. So there's no... There's no protect because the air that it's shooting into your face is just mixing with the other air that's sitting there already, right? Am I nuts? Yeah, I don't understand these these ones that like like the one we had last week or whatever the face shield. <laughs> it just blows air, just blowing air into your face. It's big, complicated. I mean, I don't know. Is there something I don't understand that people think you can just you can get good air blown into your face and that replaces the other air, like it just moves the other air out of the way? If you have a constant. I guess if you have a constant airflow going <laughs> in front of your face and or in front of your mouth and nose, then yeah. yeah, you wouldn't breathe particles if the air you're breathing is clean and filtered or whatever. Technically, so it's like the the base dumbest guy I, understanding of it. It's but but then also, it then also puts hot air into your face, which I guess is nice in the winter. I don't know. It seems like it'd be somebody's breath. But it does, you go down and you compare it to a mask. So it does, it has the mask comparison. Like, what are we doing? Purifies, yes. But it also says a mask purifies. we're making money, brother. Yeah. <laughs> don't blow our, yeah. don't blow our fucking cover here. You're right. You're right. Does not hinder to use the phone. I don't know. I guess because it says, because if you have face unlock on your phone, you can still use this. So you just take the arm and move it out of your mouth and then put it back up when you're done unlocking yeah. your phone or something. I mean, this sucks. Look, I don't know what the world is going to be like for a while. I don't think we're going to be doing this kind of like Dr. Seuss shit on our faces. Yeah, I don't think so either. Look at I don't this think one this called, is the thing. Look at this one called Nosy. You got another one? Well, this one called Nosy. I just pasted in the thing. Is this a is this a, um, is this a bonus? Yeah, I guess it's got, could be a bonus. That's kind of a bonus. Feels kind of bonusy. You That's know? awesome. Nosy nose mask helps you breathe good air. Okay, and it, it's like a trapezoid you stick on your nose. Yeah, it's like just a th cover for your nose. It's along the same lines as the last one, just fucking stupid. So now you're walking around with this big fake boxy nose thing. Oh my god, this looks like cr you have a crazy cyber truck on your face. It's stupid, and even if it's a joke, it's stupid, and I hate it. <laughs> oh, it shows like the lady putting on the lipstick with the with the nosy on. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that cute? What That's do you so mean? Dumb. Why so would you're you not do covering this? your mouth? It's so stupid. Nobody wearing gloves. I hate this. I really hate this kind of shit. It's corny. And you're right, you cannot tell. You cannot tell if it's a joke or what. But down here at the bottom on Nosy, it says, Mouth breathing is a precursor to a number of health problems, including bad breath, yeah. chronic fatigue, anxiety, See, stress. That sounds like a joke. We're, evolved, we're designed to breathe through our noses from birth. It's the way humans have evolved. 
It's like if you're breathing through your mouth, you're fucking up. Oh, it does actually it say Cybertruck on the bot. Mike, it says Cybertruck. Yeah, I know. It's a slam on mouth breathers or whatever. It's like a... So is it like a, you know, is it like a joke or whatever? I'm exhausted. I, Just fucking... I don't know. You know. So, it, 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 yeah, it's uh, it's troublesome to to figure out, okay, are you trying to do something cute? Do you think this is cute? Do you think this is... Uh, to me, I think what this is is like, oh, yeah, it's a joke unless it takes off. Then it's serious, you know? Yeah. That sucks. All right. I win. 3600 bucks of 10000 37 backers, 27 days to go. Yeah, I paid. I paid uh, $64 to get this thing uh, shoved in front of my face. This was oh white. Oh, my God. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a real person behind it. Yeah, man. This shit is real. I thought it was like a gag, dude. It's like got to be the, real. This person behind it is called Karina Kuna, founder and creator of Be Nosy. They have 364 followers on Instagram. Not a lot. They're coming Not out of the lot. woodwork, dude. I'm telling you. Not this is where people are thriving right now on this shit. How many little hooks, those little keys you can tell? How many of those did we fucking see? Yeah. People are yeah. jumping on this. This is going to be their moment. Anyway. Last thing, Mike. Whenever you're ready. I got something called... Sorry, no, take your time. Something. No, take your time. I got something called dog shit. You're probably f- very familiar with this. When did you eat last? Uh, Mike, I think it's when you prepared that picnic for us. Okay, well... You fixed the dog shit. And you did it in your bread maker, too. Thereby... Side, side, side... Just real quick, Dan, cut this out. Um, don't... Don't say that kind of stuff on here, because okay. I'm trying to get into cooking and stuff. And yeah, you got it. Dog shit, the card game. Um, oh, boy, howdy. This one is a physical card game, JF. A lot of these card games, you're sitting around a table, you're not really doing a lot, you know. It's just you and, like, nine other dogs. <laughs> yeah, the dogs, the dogs are, of course, smoking cigars. <laughs> you know? They shouldn't do that. Yeah, but they're dogs. They got, they got nine lives, Mike. Oh wait, am I thinking of another animal? Can't remember. I'm kind of a ditz. My character. Your character. Yeah. Um. So this is a physical card game. This is like. Uh, so what you do is you take the cards, you throw the cards on the table, right? The hairiest one of you guys, out of you, out of you and your friends, starts. They go first. So who's they hairier, me or you? Hey, who's hairier? Me or you? I don't know, man. Body hair, you definitely got me beat, I think. You don't got no body hair? No, I'm like a dolphin. I'm completely <laughs> like if I get if I get if I get wet in the shower and I get if I fall down, I'm flipping around there. Oh no. For uh cuz I got no no muscles in my forearms. Yeah. <laughs> or my legs. So you got to hit you got to what you got to do is you got to calm yourself down enough to get your foot up and turn the shower off and then just wait for it to dry before wait you can even get dry. out. So how you play this thing is you throw the cards on the table. The hairiest one of of you guys starts first whatever. You slap the cards, you blow the blow at the cards, you uh there's there's poop cards and there's fly cards and you're moving your arms around and waving and just having a good old time trying to get the uh cards, the poop, the fly cards near the poop cards. And 
Okay. That sounds like that could be a lot of fun for like right? uh, like one second for like a one year old maybe. Use your hand as a rake. You can blow the cards or use your elbow. So it's a little like soccer in that regard where you can't use your hands. Okay, but you can you can slap near the card, but you cannot touch the card with your hand. Boy, these yeah. rules are going a mile a minute. And the the lonely poops go to the nearest player. So the the poop. Jesus Christ! The the gold poop. The there's next a gold. Po- there's a gold poop. Slap near the card so they can fly around the table. Move face up. Small flies near a lonely poop. Okay, got that. Okay. That's easy. The next, the lo- lonely poops go to the nearest player. The next player slaps and so on until the gold poop or the gold fly is lonely. What the fuck does that mean? Do you really not get it? You can use your like hand as a rake, or you can blow about? cards, or you can use your elbow. Okay. Yeah, it sounds extremely simple, but it's. I think there's more layers to this. Yeah. Well, it says. At first, we were looking for a game that could help us test with low cost and work how to make a Kickstarter from start to finish. The idea for Dog Shit the Card Game comes from a roommate's meme that we transform into a simple and funny game. In Dog Shit the Card Game, the players have to physically knock cards from a pile while using different techniques. When a player draws the golden shit or the golden fly, the game comes to an end. The player who owns less dog shit win. Okay. Do you get it? I gotcha. So, I gotcha. Just, this is an experiment, but it's still going to be good. So it's exactly like soccer. This is basically, I mean, and now that we're not being able to play soccer as much, I know the Bundesliga started up, but we are missing soccer on an international level. And I kind of do wonder is this how we get it back? With Dog Shit the Card Game. Go! Those guys yelling, you know. And of course, you would be saying goal when you got... The shit. The big shit. When you got the big shit next to the lonely shit? No idea. Still unclear on the... And the golden fly was there. Still a mystery. $36 of $35. Congrats. You did it. You made it. Exciting, man. Yeah. That's it. That's a six pack. That's it. That's the six pack, Mike. It's time to read a email. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna talk to Mike and JF. You're gonna wanna call 802-359-PIS. Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin. Tennessee 37066. They got a Gmail. It's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS bot on Instagram for grill pics. Okay, Mike. It's time to read an email from... Will. All right. Will, slick Willie. What's up? Well, 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 well. Well, 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 well. We're not going to do the whole thing. No, you get over us. Well, 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 well. Well. You know how it goes. My mom set me up an email address after I begged for one. 
I'm in college now and still using the same email address. Take a look at the domain on this bad boy. Oh. The fuck, the fuck is rocketmail.com? Why did my mother give me such a stupid domain? Wow. When I tell anyone my email, they look at me and ask for clarification like I'm some kind of freak. What's the worst username you've ever had? <sighs> Bonus points if you're still using it. Mike, you got anything on this? I don't... I'm struggling to think here. Yeah. I can't think of any usernames that are not good that I've ever had. I had some bad ones in the day, you know. Um, I can remember going through and, like, changing all of them. You know, you would change yeah. it, you would change it, like, once a month. I'm like, this is my new identity. This is what I'm going to do now, you know. But, yeah. uh, but you know, of course, my, my Twitter handle sucks. I've talked about that before. I hate my Twitter handle. I hate it. I guess I should change it, but I don't. But then I also don't want to, because then people are like, hey, change it. Whatever. Leave me alone. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it, you know? I want to change my thing, too. But it's like, what do you change it to, you know? Well, yours is good. Yours is actually no, it's good. not. Shut the fuck up. It is good. <laughs> Fucking stupid. That's as good as it gets right there. Um, But I can remember doing stuff that would be like. You know, like, I love Nike or something like that. Like, when I'm, like, 12, I'm like, Nike is cool, you know? My kid's doing the uh, same type of stuff. He's uh, trying to come up with his usernames and stuff. For So I was like, man, it could just be, like, anything. Just, it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. Just name yourself, whatever. So, But it does <laughs> matter because you might be stuck with it for the rest of your adult life, Mike. Yeah. It's very important. It's one of the most important. It's actually the most important thing. Your son will ever do. That's why you can't be at Rocket Mail. He named himself Jesse Farrar. Okay. Wasn't taken. Well, now I guess I'm stuck with mine, so. Jesse Farrar, too. JFADB, it's uh, Twitter's bug insurance man. I called yesterday uh, and confided in you uh, an extremely embarrassing thing that happened to me. I'm the guy that accidentally drank his own piss. Um, and I just wanted to give an update on that whole situation. Um, momentarily, after I, I hung up with you leaving that message, uh, get, uh, unburdening myself with that tail. I uh, drove away from the gas pump with the nozzle still in. And, uh, yeah, I really fucked up my whole day. So I wanted to thank you guys for um, just really putting the cherry on top of a, a really fucking terrible day. Love you. <laughs>